I was talking about having a landline and it was like they didn't understand what I was talking about. And I'm like, you know, before cell phones, like, you know, it's like you that's actually had to call the house. Do that. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I have a landline mostly because if there's a boy that wants to talk to Juniper on the phone, I want him to have to go through the fear like we had to go through whenever you call a chick and her dad answers. And you're yep. like, um, is Heather there? <laughs> you and, know. and who is this? <laughs> <laughs> And who is this? Um, um, this is this is this is AJ, her friend. This, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, this is Joe from Orchestra. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, anyway, we're actually recording right now, so let's jump into this, man. Welcome back to the Hippie Speedball Podcast, everybody. If you're listening on Spotify, I want you to hit that follow button. If you're listening on Apple, you see them stars right there. Go one, two, three, four, five. Hit that last one. Leave me a little review and let me know what you think. And I'm also curious, who would you like to see on the Hippie Speedball podcast? If you could pick anybody to come on the show alive, of course, who would you actually want to see on the show? Because I'm curious about making my ultimate list of dream guests for people. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, we're having some. You fucking caught that like a kung fu master, <laughs> which is a great intro and segue. I got my boy. AJ, aka Arthur Dixon Jr. from the previous episode, Fitness and Food Habits. AJ, it's good to have you back in here, man. Salud. Salud, man. It's uh, it's been a minute. It's uh, been a minute, bro. We we both been through a lot. Things have fucking changed. The whole world is in a completely different place than the last time we spoke. I mean, it was yeah. like it was it was pretty pretty insane. Everything that's been going on, bro. So let's update the world. What's what's been going on with you, man? Man, it's been a lot, man. Still doing a lot. Still doing too much. I think sometimes in my head. I forget um, about it. You know, uh, but a lot for me is uh, right now I'm coaching football. Um, then I, you know, I have two podcasts that I also work on and one and I run specifically now by myself. Um, so it's been real busy. Um, yeah. You know, I still I moved. I moved out of a house into apartment, so that's been pretty cool by myself. And Nice, uh, bro. Hell yeah, dude. You know, has some some personal differences and changes and uh you know, I'm trying to keep moving forward in a positive direction, and, and just riding been, the wave, man. Yeah, man, it's it's been different. Um, got had a, I've had a lot of ups and downs, but I got to keep going. Hell yeah, yeah dude. Exactly, man. And that freaking there's been it. There's I think like there's something in the uh, there. I think I feel like there's something in the air throughout the last several months because everybody's been feeling something. There's just been something weighing people down. There's mm-hmm. been a, I don't know if it's a moon shift or maybe the earth is in a different spot in the universe right now. So everything else is just hitting us in a different way because I'm kind of a firm believer that that stuff really plays an effect with our bodies and everything like that. I mean, if we're, if we're mostly made up of water and the freaking moon affects the tides, why wouldn't it affect our building, our yeah. bodies, you know what yeah. I mean? Emotionally and physically, you know, yeah, everything, you know, yeah. and if it's tied up with the constellations and all yeah. that kind of stuff in your spot and everything in the universe. Um, I was reading an article a while ago and it was talking about like polar shifts and it's something that like I've, I've been thinking about for a while when you, you look at the earth's axis and how it's like change and shift over years, mm-hmm. right? Like if we're set up on magnets, the magnets aren't going to stay the same forever. They're going to be moving. And so I've always talked about this polar shift and global warming has kind of sped up this process, but yeah. Um, I think we're in a process of flipping our access and that's, that's something that I highly believe. And it's a good point. And if you look at where things are happening and how things are happening, going to the Southern hemisphere and seeing the changes that, uh, are there comparative to here, it's like, I feel like we're on that polar shift period. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm not like a scientist, so I don't know like specifics to that, but it's just like a thought of mine that I've always had. And, and in that process, like 
mm-hmm. as we talk about like connecting to the moon that that mm-hmm. moon shift right and physically that moon shifts and so it's like a weird like you said a weird vibe in the air yeah it's definitely like a, it's definitely a weird vibe in the air but um it's like a tidal energy it's like a tide wave tidal wave that's energy that's kind of like just yeah. kind of like covering over a lot of us right now i mean you got to think about it a lot of places are getting buried from water a lot of yep. places are are getting snowed in a lot of places are are becoming deserts a lot mm-hmm. of places like the whole world is is shifting to be something different yeah. in the next like 50 years and the connection with the magnetic poles is a connection i never even made before because and you think about it if if the moon affects water and our bodies are mostly made of water like we just said i wonder if maybe the iron and the metallic substances in our blood are affected by the magnetic energies of mm. magnetic poles oh i didn't think about that you know i wonder if that has any sort of play and effect into it that would be that would be really interesting if anybody's ever curious definitely look that up because i'm going to for sure no, like <laughs> i didn't even i didn't even think of that like you know and i think that's the one thing people forget we we are made from the dust of the earth right so yes if, we, if we're the same substance as the earth and the earth is changing and shifting who, who else has to change and shift mm-hmm. we do yeah <laughs> so well if, like and a, we're all we're all made of carbon just like everything else yeah, is you know and it's yeah. it's kind of a weird connection with every single object that we're actually all made up technically of the same substance mm-hmm. but it's just variations through different molecules and stuff like that i'm glad that we're talking about this because i've been really diving into a lot of scientific shit lately it's kind of weird that we happen to just bring this up right off the fucking jump yeah, i know it's crazy like like I, I think about a lot of these things all the time, like as we should. And like I, I come from like a science background that was like my passion growing up, and yeah, I think it's just the curiosity, right? Like, when your background is in physical science in general, yeah, I mean, yeah. And you're... so, and I, I think it for me, it's like being attached to the science, understanding our body. Um, but it's like our body. If our body is the earth, and we understand our body truthfully, we'll understand the earth truthfully. And I think we lose that. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> Going back to kind of like what I talked about in the last episode, like our food intake, right? Yeah. Like, Definitely. If our body's the earth, and we eat like shit. What happens, right? Mm-hmm. It, we treat it like shit. Yeah, and exactly. We treat the world like shit, right? Yeah. We treat the earth like shit because so ultimately we feel like shit. We feel like shit, mm-hmm. right? So and it's we like project this- that outwards. <clears throat> It's like this full circle, man. Like it's, it's so crazy. That That's we- a really good point. I never really actually made that connection myself either, because like if you were to consume the right things, aka things from the earth, you know, just meat, vegetables, or vegetarian, whatever it is that you like to consume. And so, if you were just to consume that stuff, that's ultimately the way you feel better. But then, the less you, the more you pull away from it, the the worse you feel. Mm-hmm. Like as things and like as things happen and time goes on and all that kind of shit, because. As we've talked about in the last episode, too, um, for those that are listening, definitely go check out the first episode after you're done listening, Fitness and Food Habits. Uh, And we were talking about um, how it also plays in with, like, your mental diet, too, you know? And it's like if you, you know, it's like if you're consuming bad shit mentally, it's going to make you feel like shit mentally. Mentally and physically, man. Like, that's why you got a lot of people, my stomach hurts this, my stomach hurts that. And it's like. I was I, I work in the school building and I was I talk to kids all the time. I ask them. I walk around at lunchtime and I, I literally ask kids, "What are you eating? Yeah. What are you eating? What is mm-hmm. this? Why aren't you eating? That's a good question and, to ask. And yeah. a lot of them answer it. A lot of them don't answer. It. A lot of them look at me like I'm confused. Mm-hmm. They're, they're confused. I should say. I want people to be curious about that. Yeah. Right? Like be curious about what you're eating. We and should why be you're eating. And then there's some kids that just don't eat. Mm-hmm. And you know, 
things at home, maybe whatever situations. You yeah. Know, I well, there's that. tons of external factors that yeah. can play with a, yeah. a physical response for sure. Yeah. But I'm like, a lot of these kids, they go 24 hours without eating sometimes or, or 18 hours without Never eating. a kid. That's not good at all. <laughs> and I'm like, and you expect to be in a school building and learn. Yeah, for you real. You know what I'm saying? You, because you're so fearful of eating the school food, but you're not eating at all. Yeah. So how are you going to sit in a class for an hour and a half mm-hmm. and learn something? Well, and that's important that you're bringing that up because if nobody's there to kind of say, hey, dude, that's not cool, mm-hmm. like they'll just continue this habit, you know, yeah. which is a really big, a big factor when it comes to any sort of. Uh, you know, any sort of like bad behavior or any yeah. sort of like negative habits. Yeah. It's really just because nobody was really there to say, Hey, you know, you don't have to do that. Like you can mm-hmm. do it this way and you'll feel much better about things, you know? Yeah. And that, and yeah. that, you know, ties into, you know, like, uh, I'm, I'm, in my opinion, like, you know, like um, anybody that's like, you know, like from a former drug dealer myself, you know, it's like anybody that sells drugs. If there was somebody that was there saying, hey, dude, you know, you can take these skills and just start your own business and you don't have to constantly look over your shoulder or don't have to worry about law enforcement yeah. and stuff. If somebody was just there to say that, I would have been like, oh, yeah, you're totally right. Actually, yeah. <laughs> like no, I, I do have a hustler mindset, you know, mm-hmm. and so having that external force on a, uh, external uh, opinion on, you know, that sort of stuff is super important. So I'm glad you're trying to educate people about that sort of stuff. I, I just feel like we, we lose out, man. A lot of da- a lot of times we just allow our kids to just go to McDonald's and go eat how we want to eat. Yep. And it's like, what are you telling your kid? You know, like sometimes you can't afford that, right? Like I understand that might be what you can't afford. But do you not realize if you go to McDonald's for a week um, and spend $10 a day, for a week that's 50 bucks mm-hmm. and you go to the grocery store and spend 50 bucks in the grocery store you can buy enough food for a family of three. Oh yeah for if you're, yeah for shopping smart oh yeah for right? sure like, and even like understanding like carbs and stuff like that right yeah making things in bigger portions that can last a few days right yes. if, I, if i buy something and cook a big meal let that last for two, three days. Right? Yeah. And don't just scarf it down today and don't have nothing for tomorrow. Right. Yeah. And then you can cook something the day after. Now for you sure. Just save two days. Well, right? then, yeah, exactly. And then you have, you have, like, you'll you'll have, you know, a dinner tonight, which will be lunch tomorrow. Yeah. You know, and then therefore you can kill two birds with one stone, you know. Right. And then that's like old school, like, you know, because, I mean, I, I, there's probably been a point in your life where you probably didn't have a lot of money, right? Because yeah. that's old school poor people think. And that's the way I think too. You fucking, you're like, okay, well, I have this giant burrito and, I could eat all of it right now and most likely be hungry later, mm-hmm. or I can just eat half of it right now and then have half of it later like a fucking soldier. You know, but, <laughs> but my thing to that is like you begin to proportion yourself out a little bit more. Yeah. But it's better on your body anyway. Scarfing my face right now because I don't think I'm going to eat later. You're not going to eat later. Yeah. Or you're going to feel weighed down. You're not going to do anything later. <laughs> you know, right? you're going to fucking crash <laughs> right. down. Right. So, <laughs> so it's like, and we don't, we don't like a lot of the kids at the school. They talk about different things on like what they're learning in class. This doesn't apply to me, and so like always have to break it down. Like <laughs> they always talk about how algebra doesn't apply. I'm like, do you not realize you use algebra every day? Like, do you in certain ways? It, yeah. How long does it take you to get to school? And they're like, oh, thirty minutes. I said, you know what you just used algebra. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you just used algebra, and they'd be like, huh? I'd be like, yeah. It takes you this long to get up. Takes you that long to get up. It's gonna take you this long to get there. That's all algebra. Yeah, exactly. And right. So, 
Well, and also the importance of uh, those kinds of math, like those kind of math equations yeah. is it's not necessarily the fact that you'll even end up using actual algebra in your life. It's just the fact that you're problem solving. Yeah. That's really what they're yeah. teaching is yeah. just how to really break something down step by step, by how step. to solve a problem, how yeah. to really look at it holistically and see a formula for it. Yep. We don't teach problem solve or we don't even phrase it. We don't phrase it in that way. Right. Yeah. Like, and I think with social media, it's, it's again, it's crazy working at the school because you see so many different personalities and different things that happen on a regular basis. Um, and just the ability to problem solve is one of them. Like, yeah. And you when you begin to start talking to adults and they don't have that same ability, you look like I'm like, am I that much more ahead of some of these other adults? Right. And then it's like, then you see their kids and why they act the way they do. And then you see like, it's like, we're losing all sense of regality. Yeah. And it's like, what is the new regular? What is the new normal? Mm -hmm. I I can't talk in person. I can't write, but I can text, Mm -hmm. right? Or I can message or I can speak into it and it's going to tell me what I need. And it's like, where do you, where are you learning? Yeah. Right? Like, where's the learning process? Where or where are you we, getting your knowledge from? Where are you getting your knowledge from? Mm-hmm. Right? We just take things and run with it. And it's like, we can't keep setting ourselves up for failure. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're becoming a sheep out here. In this yeah. Game. And it's well, like, amen. And it's amen, like, fam. We're really becoming sheep because we're wrapped into... We need to into, raise more wolves. Like, we're wrapped into the social media life of just following the herd. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm so glad you brought that up, man. That is so important for people to hear that. Because if you notice, because you're like me, you're not really diving much into the social media. It's not really no, your thing. Like, you just kind of not. pull... Exactly. Have you noticed that all of us who share the same worldview are all the ones that haven't dived in, dove into it, but all the ones that have the most extreme views about either side of things are the ones that are fully ingrained in their social media accounts? Yeah. and It's a weird pattern I've noticed. It's like, to me, I feel like social media is a black hole, right? It can't, yeah. I mean, it can be, and it can suck you into this black hole of like. Well, it can be a curious, wonderful thing that could put you in a dimension of really great stuff, or it can fucking suck you down and put you in a dark spot that you'll never come out of. Yep. And you you see a lot of that. A black hole is a great analogy for it. And it's, it's, you can really get lost in it. We have to begin to see who we're taking advantage of yes who are we pushing away and who are we doing the most damage to and how and and people need to exactly like you were saying and people also need to see the uh the wealth gap that's being created Mm -hmm. like you know and the the intellectual and the economic gap that's Mm -hmm. being created you know and it's at a point where you you fully ingrain these kids in TikTok and all this other kind of shit. That's all they're doing, but they're not realizing that's a computer in their hand. They literally can learn anything they want. But that's also the problem, right? Exactly. So like at the end of the day, they think they know that they, they think they know more than you because they can pull it up on their phone. Yeah. When at the end, you're ultimately, you don't know that. Mm-hmm. Right, because yeah. you pulled it up on your phone, so yeah. you don't know that information, and you haven't yourself. done real research. You haven't done research, and people want confirmation bias, and they don't realize that in order to in what look at so if you want to figure out if something is true or not, look at it as a science experiment. Man. Like, and what do you do when Man. you're performing a science experiment? You're trying, you're not trying to prove yourself right. Yeah. You're trying to prove yourself wrong. Wrong. That's what you're trying to do. You're wrong. trying to make sure that saying like <laughs> this is what I think. 
but yeah. let me prove myself wrong. If yeah. I can't, it's true. It's true. You know, and yeah. then and that's the way people people only want to prove themselves right though. All the time. And you have to look at things from because I don't I don't fucking just I don't listen to CNN. I don't listen to Fox. I'll read stuff from both sources, but I like to because I know which ways people are swaying. I know yeah. that Fox sways right. I know that CNN sways left. I know you have like ABC is kind of like more left and NBC is more left and you have all these different ways that they kind of sway. And but I like to look at those both sides. I'll take the same story, read it from both sides, right? Because they always have their little opinions on there. Mm-hmm. And then I'll read it from Al Jazeera, BBC, routers, you know, I'll read it from these other sources because that's normally where they are routers, I think it's pronounced, but uh, that's normally where they get their resources from because they say according to Associated Press or according <laughs> to Reuters mm-hmm. or Al Jazeera. Like those are the three, and then they sway their opinion whichever direction they want to go. And it's important to prove yourself wrong, do a true science experiment on your own thoughts and your own opinions. And and it sucks because CNN literally just labeled this a taboo term. And they labeled it – the taboo term is do your own research. That's what they fucking – they literally came out and said these are the four words that are contributing to misinformation. Do your own research. No, and it's real because people have an opinion, people mm-hmm. have an expression, but again, opinion is not based on facts. Exactly. It's not based on, not based on anything else. And like, don't try to like just and don't try to just get pissed off at someone because they have an opinion that's different than yours. Mm-hmm. You know? It's you like that that's that's the beauty of free speech. Yeah. And also, if somebody wants to be an asshole about things, let them expose themselves. Like, like if we if we just let them do this in the dark, it's just going to ramp up that energy, and it's, it'll come to a force that you can't deal with anymore. Yeah. But you know, also, I think it's also the beauty of knowledge too, right? Exactly. Like, so if I can get your opinion on something, and it comes from a different place of where I'm from, right? And I understand it, I respect your opinion, whatever. Then I do my own research on your opinion. Yeah. And then I present my opinion, and if they clash, you figure out why they clash. Why they clash? Yeah, but you've learned something in this process because you just got somebody's completely different opinion. You might not have even thought about right, yeah. like, and I think that's the, the the biggest part about knowledge, right? We all have our eyes. So, for example, man, everyone has their opinion on Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone has Star Wars is the greatest movie ever. Star Wars is the worst fucking movie ever. Da, 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 da. We all have our opinions, and we say why. But what does that do? It brings knowledge to something about Star Wars. Yes, right? like, exactly. It brings knowledge to that. because, And it can create a holistic story that you never put together before. Man. And you know? then, it, then it, it, it makes that picture for someone who likes it, paints mm-hmm. it to a, be even a better picture. For someone who dislikes it, it's like, oh, okay, I see why they like it. But I still don't like it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it gives you a common understanding. Well, this is like the psychological approach of cross-examination. Oh, man. You know, it's like you get all these different stories to create a holistic picture. Yeah. But that's the important of getting these different stories, different yeah. opinions, different outlooks. Knowledge. It's like you have two people that see the same thing, but they saw it in different ways. Yeah. And then you might not have seen anything. But if you got these two opinions, you can kind of collect possibly what happened. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. you can kind of see, okay, well, this is what this person saw. This is what this person saw. And it seems like it was probably the same thing this is probably what happened yeah, yeah you would need more to really f- like form an opinion but in reality you're trying to get everything from multiple sources yeah. and that's an important approach just to life opinions and people in general and we don't we don't we don't sit down mm-hmm. to do that we don't no. we fear away from it because we fear that our opinion is the best opinion and it's like people want to be right people, people don't always want to be right yeah and, and it's they don't like, want to be correct they want to be right and it's like 
but it's like there's nothing wrong with being wrong. No, what is, not at all. What's wrong with being wrong? Yeah, that means you don't know something. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, do you know how many? Like, if you look at like major scientists, do you know how many thousands of experiments that they've failed Man. before they figured yeah. something out? And that's and at the end of the day, we talk about like in society, one of the biggest things is like you got to be able to fail in order to be successful. It's the same thing with being wrong, right? Yeah. You got to be wrong in order to figure out what it is to be right. It's the same thing. Exactly. It's the same thing. Just yeah. different words. Like it's the same thing. And people. People are always like, no, 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 I'm right. I'm right because of this. I'm right because of that. And it's like, okay, you might feel you're right, but actually you're wrong. Yeah. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Like there's a quote from Scooter Rogers on one of the episodes where he just said, and it kind of reminds me of that, where he says, if you don't make space for failure, you're not setting yourself up for success. Mm. That mm. Scooter Rogers dropping fucking knowledge. No, <laughs> Shout out to Scooter Rogers. <laughs> no, but it, it's it's like a it's a real thing, man. Like I don't get what's the fear of failure. Yeah, like, muscles don't grow it? unless they get sore. Yeah, <laughs> you know you have to rip the fibers to build it back up. Right, and know? so and I, and even in that process, right, we think about the body again. We go back to the body, right? Yep. Like you're tearing your muscle down. You're tearing it down. What happens to you mentally when you begin to tear, like you get hurt or break up or whatever? You are mentally torn down. Yeah. Same thing. Still, For sure. It's the same thing. Like you're tearing yourself down. Why? And then you become finding ways to pick yourself back up. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Like put yourself back together in the pieces that you need to be. But you have to go through that. Yeah. You have to figure out the ruts and the and – the, the negatives in the in the sense of like where can i get better at right like how where can i learn what how can i use this muscle better the brain is a muscle itself too and we yeah. i think we forget that like and you know there's people always talk about it like how to use it in different manners in different ways and but i think the biggest thing is just growing from like yeah. growing learning lessons failure like we've talked about like we got to fail in order mm-hmm. for the brain to work because ultimately in the wild, when you think about us as primitive creatures, right? In the wild, what happens? Sometimes we didn't get the boar. Sometimes yeah. we didn't get the elk. Sometimes, sometimes we got eaten by a fucking mountain lion sometimes in the process. Sometimes we got eaten by the mountain lion, <laughs> right? Sometimes like, we're the food. <laughs> right? So, but we had to learn, right? Mm-hmm. I can't, Evolve. I can't run this far chasing this motherfucker down. I got to crawl and get closer, mm-hmm. right? Like. I got to make sure I'm not seen. So I got to put mud on my body so I blend in or whatever, whatever the case may have been, right? You're learning. Yeah. You're evolving because of failure. You're, you're evolving because of failure. Because of what work, what doesn't work, not necessarily what's working. Yeah. It's because you don't know what works. You only learn what works because you know what doesn't work. Yep. If I got up and played basketball and made every shot just from getting up, you think I'm going to really work out? And try and get better. No, unless you're LeBron James and you're just like a freak of nature. It's like you're good and your work ethic is out of this world. <laughs> but, but again, but like you just said, his work ethic. He's learning. He's a he's a, a representation. People only see the outside. You know, they yeah. recently just started talking about the work that he puts in mm-hmm. and his work ethic and his recovery habits. But again, all that is a learning process, right? Yeah, he, definitely. He, he didn't start doing that from day one. Oh, hell no. Yeah. You, you, th- you think he came in the league and was doing everything he's doing now? Do you know how many muscles he's ripped and shots he's missed and, and games he's missed because of yeah. shit and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Like, and, and it's an important lesson that people do see that because, you know, it, it'll yeah. help with everything, mind, body, and soul. Yeah. And there's um, and that's what I was going to get at to tie into what we were saying earlier about um, learning new things and how your brain is a muscle is – 
one of the things that people don't know is that's a muscle that can really, really work you through your depression. It's something that's really broken down the hardest. But for me personally, learning new things and just diving my brain into new stuff and new challenges was ultimately what really kind of pulled me out. I started approaching things different ways, looking at new things. Now I'm interested in things I never even considered before, Mm. not even once. Um, I talked about in this in that Scooter Rogers episode as well, wherever uh, I I stumbled across a video one time wherever it was like a family that was taking a vacation in their own airplane. And I'm like, that is fucking goals right there. I didn't even know that's something people did. No, and it's <laughs> and so now this next year I'm actually going to be beginning the process to begin getting my private pilot's license. It's like now That's I'm dope. just going to learn how to fly an airplane. Why yeah. not? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <Right>. and um, <laughs> and now also I'm starting to dive my head into more complex mathematics. Like we actually so weird that we were talking about it earlier, like with algebra mm-hmm. and shit. But even more like you know like calculus, trigonometry, stuff like that, because I want to learn more about quantum mechanics and quantum physics. Mm-hmm. So I want to understand all these different principles before I can get there. Yeah, so now yeah. I'm diving into all this other kind of stuff to come back into these kids because I I learn so much from these kids every day just in the I can't even imagine dude watching teenagers and shit no like because they're the generation that comes after me right like and so being able to understand how they operate and function but also give them tidbits into the process of what they're doing is it's always been kind of like a pleasure to me and so I'm asking these kids I said so you're over here spending how long on TikTok and they were probably like, oh, I probably spend like three hours a day on TikTok. And I said, okay. I said, are you learning from TikTok? And they said, yeah, dances. I said, so why don't you learn how to cook on from TikTok? Why don't you learn how to draw a painting from TikTok? Change a tire. Why don't you, right? I said, begin to use your device and these things to give you something, right? What can I learn besides a dance move that's mm-hmm. going to help you progress yourself further right a lot of these people a lot of i would say a lot of the kids now i begin to do like nails or hair or mm-hmm. whatever eyelashes a lot of the girls, and stuff yeah the girls and stuff have been doing that guys have become barbers and stuff the hands-on type of stuff nice but what else right like what else can you really do from these these things take advantage of what you have yes. don't always use it for the black yes. hole that it is right and i always tell these kids like um you can go on YouTube and learn almost anything, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't you take an hour out of your day to learn the math that you might need yeah. for your class, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, why don't why don't you t- take the time that you're already doing on your phone to talk mess or whatever mm-hmm. it is to learn something? Yeah. Like, learn something new every day. Maybe how to operate the phone that you're using. Learn something. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I always, like, that's one of my, my biggest things is, like, for myself is like I always am trying to learn something new and it's so important to like just to keep learning and keep learning and Mm -hmm. I was always told that my whole life and I was a kid I didn't listen but then as I got older I'm like oh this is what they mean they're all like don't ever stop learning things and it's like and it's people always like you know some of the most random information and I'm like because I'm always trying to learn because you're reading all the time I'm, you know <laughs> I wish I was reading all the time well you're I mean, reading even on your phone though well, like yeah, you're reading yeah, new yeah. information yeah, you're true. you're consuming yeah. information in yeah. a different way yeah my I have like a Google News feed on my my phone and I'll I'll, I'll scroll through that early in the morning and nice. look at different like different science you read the paper <laughs> yeah ba- basically yeah. if you yeah I didn't even think about that yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're sitting in the morning drinking your 
your tea, read the paper. <laughs> no, and I'll like pull up different articles from like what's going on in the community to yeah, I'm literally reading the news sir. I feel like an old man now. <laughs> hey, that's all good, man. People now, do it all the time without realizing it. Yeah. This is just the digital newspaper now. Yeah, <laughs> that's so crazy to think of. Yeah. That like messed me up. <laughs> Like, I'm getting old. <laughs> you no, know, like how old are you? What, twenty eight? Uh, twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, you're not. You're all right, man. Yeah. But like, thirty uh, is like the new like fifteen, basically. No, you <laughs> know, like for real. Like, especially like, yeah, especially being like young and single at thirty, you're like, oh yeah, perfect age, like right. Well, and also like when you're in your early thirties, you still feel like you're kind of in your twenties because I'm only thirty one. Okay, so I mean, like, yeah. I still feel like I'm in my twenties. Like, I don't feel like I'm thirty one. It's not as scary as people make it sound, you know. But they say you don't really become an adult till you're twenty six, and that's what I'd be telling these kids. They're like, oh, I'm eighteen, I'm an adult. I said mm, that sounds about right, actually. Technically, you're not because. You still probably live at your parents' house. You still probably live with your parent on your parents' insurance for your car. You yeah. still probably don't pay your cell phone bill. You still probably don't have your own health insurance. You still so it's like mm-hmm. at twenty six, you are basically you have to get your own health insurance. Yeah, and by then hopefully you're on your own. Yeah, well in our culture, you they push you to try and be on your own but in other cultures they don't but you yeah. should have still you still have to get your own health insurance mm-hmm. most of the time you're probably paying your own cell phone bill at that point yeah most of the time and and then like what else like your car insurance is like you good you begin to start paying your own car insurance at mm-hmm. that time too if you have a car right mm-hmm. and so it's like that is truly the age that people have to become an adult well and also like yeah that makes sense because look how much also i mean anybody that says they're an adult at 18 i mean i always say this like whenever okay so if you if you're like uh if you're younger and you're listening to this and you have somebody that's older trying to give you life advice and you don't want to listen to it try to take it this way so imagine you're 23 years old and you have someone that's 31 year old 31 imagine you're 23 and you have someone that's 31 they're eight years older than you right and they're trying to give you life advice and you think that you know everything right Mm. so now imagine that you're 23 and you're trying to give advice to a 15 year old and they're telling you they know everything Look at the amount of knowledge, the different person you were from 15 to 23. That's about the difference you're going to be from 23 to 31. (laughs) Like, that's just the way it's going to be. So don't tell them to go fuck themselves. I've learned that in life. Listen to the elders. There was a reason why in a lot of cultures, the elders are treated with such high regard. Yeah. Like there's, I mean, it's only in our, it's only really in American culture, you know, or Western culture, basically. Uh, Well, not really Western, just American, because I don't know. I don't know if it's like this up in Canada. Uh, I, I know down in Mexico, a lot of families live together. So it's really just like, an american thing yeah. but i mean like freaking the elders like need to be treated with more high regard like yeah. a lot of people don't realize that but you know there's a weird thing kind of erasing the knowledges of the past you know yeah. there's there's Something a lot of that going on right now i mean that's how we kind of built up our country right like eh, let's just get rid of them that's and, true that and, is a good point you know, like, yeah so it's like it's something that we're used to and it's it's like very common right mm-hmm. like and and always kind of i hate bringing up back into our culture but like when you go to and see other co- countries' cultures and how they do things, yes, they might do some of the things that Americans do, but at the end of the day, when shit hits the fan, they go back to a baseline culture. They are who they are. Yeah. They go back to a baseline culture. Like, this is how we do things. We don't exactly. Have, we don't have that. Ours is capitalism. 
colonialism. Yeah. Like this that is our baseline. And so it's get over on somebody else and mm-hmm. push them out the way. And it's like at the end of the day, what does that solve for anything? You don't yeah. solve nothing. When you're built up on a foundation of of nothingness, anything falls. And I think that's also why like trends for social media, going back to social media, trends on social media like this freaking crate challenge thing. Oh my god. Right? Like I'm pretty they, sure this is just natural selection like, like at its finest. Like, <laughs> we literally take social media as the new thing to do every day, right? Mm-hmm. If it's not new on social media, it's old. It's taken over the world. But it, it's and it's crazy because that's how the kids talk, right? Like I asked this kid, I said, you got new, new shoes? And they're like, yeah. I got them the other day, so they're old. I said, they're still new. Right. Like, they're still brand new. What are you talking like, about? No, they're old. They're not old. I said, you haven't even had them for a week yet. They're not old. Yeah. He was talking about, like, they're like an old model of the shoe or something like, like that. Yeah. They're, like, they're last season, basically. Those aren't old shoes. Like, and they're like, if it's not bought today, it's old. Huh? Oh, my God. Right? Like, Jeez. And so, for me, it's like, how... How do we create this mentality? Like how and a lot of these kids are the same it? ones that are fucking saying like capitalism is the most evil thing in the world. And then all they're doing is putting co- money in these companies' pockets that they're supposedly fighting against. And I'm like, what the hell? Man? Yeah. No, <laughs> Where it, is this mentality? <laughs> you know, like it, it's like it's so ass backwards. Yeah, for sure. We live in an ass backwards society right now. Yeah, definitely. For sure. And it's like and it's weird because like it like like it's weird because capitalism and it's and it's like raw sense is like let's say uh you have that pellegrino bottle mm-hmm. and i have money and i really want pellegrino and you say hey i got this pellegrino i will sell it to you and i'm like sweet perfect i give you the money you give me the pellegrino at its raw form that's awesome because it's basically you know bought it's it's modeled after a trade and barter system yeah so i hate it sucks that capitalism also gets tied up with corporatism which is evil yeah. like monopolies and corporatism is really what's the evil part about it yeah. is whenever you have people who can monopolize on certain things rather than yep. just providing different services for the same thing, yep. you know, and then you have someone that just wants to monopolize on it. I'm going to buy everything. Exactly. So I'm the sore source of whatever getting paid. Yeah, for sure, dude. Like, yeah. and it's, and it's, you have these different things like in, um, like, you know what I found out? Do you know who grows? Okay. So what's the most controversial part of the McDonald's menu? The patty. Uh, the patty and what is everybody always talking about that lasts the longest? Oh, the chick, oh, the fries. The yeah. fries, yeah. yeah. Everybody's always talking about the fries. Yeah. Do you know who monopolized and owns all of the land for the potatoes for McDonald's French fries? Who? Bill Gates. Oh, that's weird. Isn't that strange? Wait, is that that big land purchase that he just did? No, oh, that wasn't Bill Gates. Was that Bill Gates who just purchased all that land, farmland, or was that Bezos? I'm not sure. It could of, be one, so of, one of, of the. Them. Rich, rich is one of the rich. One of those fucking guys. (laughs) They bought a whole bunch of land, like all over the country. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I've never heard. I'm not surprised, but it was like the most amount of farmland purchased by anybody ever in the United States. Wait, I think that was Bill Gates. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Google that, man. Let's let's do that. I really gotta pull. I gotta. No, definitely. Yeah, for sure. We don't want to mislead anybody either. But once I found out that fact about Bill Gates with the damn potatoes for McDonald's French fries, I was just blown away. I'm like, why the fuck does Bill Gates own all that land that grow the most controversial part of the menu? Like that, it's just it's freaking crazy. 
But the, the the fact of monopolizing is something that definitely needs to be controlled for sure. I notice that my political views are becoming a lot more anarchistic <laughs> as I'm getting older. I'm like, man, no system of government is really good. <laughs> They're all fucked. Oh, it was Jeff Bezos. It was Jeff Bezos? Yeah, oh, okay. Jeff Bezos. Oh, he, who owns the most land in America? Jeff Bezos. Sketch. So, right? So um, he owns 260,000 acres of land. That's crazy. Think, man, so think about that, yo. That's... Two, 160,000 acres of land. Like, it just, it shouldn't be possible. No, it shouldn't. It should not. Like, to own that much fucking land, that's ridiculous. Like, you can literally build your own country. Dude, you could, like, you could give 260,000 people one acre of land. No. Like, like in homesteads. And you can build, you can actually grow 70% of your diet on one third of one acre. And it's, it's, it's insane. But it, it's, it just goes to show what you're talking about, this monopolizing. Thing, yeah. Right? Like, you're already one of the richest people in the world, as you can tell. You yeah. bought 260,000 acres of land. Mm-hmm. Right? What are you doing for people? Yeah, exactly. And and the jobs that he's providing, it's basically fucking like slave labor. Like yep. it's insane. Yeah. I've worked for Amazon. Well, actually, no. A lot of people don't know this. A lot of the drivers don't work for Amazon. They work for third party companies that Amazon contracts. Yep. So if anything were to happen, it's totally out of Amazon's hands. Because hey, that was on that company, not us. We just hire them for contracts. Anything that happens with them is on them. So at and one it's, point, it's fucking. I was like, Bleh. <laughs> at one point, at one point, I did work for Amazon for for a few years. It was just like a little side thing, but it it like you said, you know, <laughs> you don't get paid for what you're doing. Nope. And and the outcome of what you of what they expect from you is so demanding. And a lot of times, your work life, your home life, your work and life balance is garbage. Yeah. So when you so when you start. Sometimes they put you on these like 10 hour shifts, right? Mm-hmm. And it's most of the time in the middle of the day, you do the swing when you start. They don't really give you, sometimes they give you options, but most of the time they don't. Mm-hmm. If you've ever worked 10 hour days, four days in a row, and never have been working them, you're wiped. Yeah, you can you, be for sure. You're wiped. Mm-hmm. You're wi- like day two, you're cool. Maybe, oh, you know, this is cool. Yeah, but day three, day four, you are wiped. Mm-hmm. Like, like, to the point where it's sometimes like it's not healthy and like but they just demand that of you every week well and your actual breaks are basically slim to none because Mm -hmm. if you're working in the warehouse (laughs) the warehouse i worked at there's a few different break room areas they're probably like a good 50 yards 50 yards that you have to walk and a lot of people would jog them or whatever speed walk just so you get more time you get your 15 minute break see but that's the problem though they have to speed walk they have to jog to get more time on their break (laughs) like you know and it's like that's like people like in like warehouses and like countries where they're working like basically like sweatshops you know (laughs) like all day long like Mm -hmm. every single day 14 hour days 16 hour days it's been brought to attention, but it seems like Jeff Bezos has no accountability because he's putting fucking rockets up in space and now that look like cocks. And now he's fucking making jokes saying, hey, I want to thank everybody that works at Amazon for paying for this. It's like, fuck you. That's what he said. He said, I want to thank everybody that works for Amazon. You guys paid for this. Are you kidding me? I'm 100%. I wish I was joking. 
I wish I was joking, bro. That's such a slap in the face. Such though. a slap in the face, dude. Like, and then immediately after that, that's whenever you see that they were trying to recover from it because coincidentally, shortly after he said that, Amazon, I think it was afterwards or it was, it was around the same time, but uh, he like made it so all uh, Amazon employees uh, can test positive for cannabis and not be held accountable in, po- in legal states. So they no longer test for THC wherever cannabis is legalized in those states. Oh, my God. So, boom, that opened up the oh. doors for so many more people to start working for Amazon. Oh, my God. And then pretty soon, the entire world will be owned by Amazon and Google. Mm-hmm. It, and they'll just be fighting for one another. And Apple. Amazon, Google, and Apple will be just fighting over one another. I mean, Apple already buys everything. It, like, if you – it's crazy. So most of the new iPhones, right? They every year they put out a new iPhone. It's basically similar to the last one. And what do they add? Apps. Yeah. Right. It's and the difference for me between iPhone and Android is the fact that with Android, they're not buying apps. You're downloading apps onto your phone. Mm-hmm. With Apple, they're buying the apps and putting them on the phone. Yeah. So when you when you get your phone, most of the apps in the App Store are bought by Apple specifically for you to put on your phone in order to use your phone. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand that. Like, yeah. So I'm like, and that's why there's no transference between, or there's a transference between some apps on Android and some apps on Apple. Okay. Because a lot of the apps are bought by Apple, mm. Apple companies. That makes or, sense. Apple companies. So when you go to use, for example, Snapchat, that is an Apple app, mm. right? Okay. So if you're using it, on an Android, it's gonna look shitty. It's Why? gonna look different, yeah, because it's meant for Apple. It's meant okay, for Apple. I never even put that together. So, actually, like, and they do. I know that they have like special apps for each device, but I didn't know that like one would make it shittier on the other device and stuff. That's crazy. And, and so they be they've begun to every time they put out new phones, they buy the apps hmm. and they buy the apps before putting out the new phone. And so ultimately, we just got to see which one of them ends up partnering, which one. If Apple ends up partnering up with either Amazon or Google to figure out which apps are going to be better because these ones are going to be buying because Google also owns Facebook, which owns Instagram. Google owns YouTube. So, like, they're the ones that are – other than basically TikTok and Snapchat, Mm -hmm. like, they're kind of – like, they control the social media realm right now. And Twitter. I think Twitter is still owned just by the person. Like, I don't think any company bought Twitter. And but it's like we we've come to this world like you've, we begin to talk about is like this monopolizing things like we have to own everything so everybody has to go through us and then at the end of the day like what are we solving right like the creative mind now like <laughs> the creative mind is being like taken out of the picture it's being demonized it's being demonized yeah and it's, it's all for profit everything yes. is for profit hundred percent and dude. it's you know and it's been said said for multiple years like you know biggie said it money's the root of all evil right like we <laughs> we we talk about these things mm-hmm. but we don't we don't see it like and i tell these kids that all the time like man i'm just trying to go make money man fuck school duh, duh, duh. fuck school duh. but i said your mentality right now is going to put you in a situation where you have to do something that you probably don't want to do. Yeah. Just it's going to make ruin money. your life, and it's dude. It's going to ruin your life. And they're like, whatever. If I got money, I don't care. And I said, because money is the root of all evil. 
that's why. Yeah. Well, and the it's it's not necessarily just money, but the love of money. The love of money is the root of is all the, evil. Is the root of all evil. And it's just and it says that shit in the Bible. Like that's literally a Bible verse that says the love of money is the root of all evil, and it's so true because yeah, yeah. greed gets people to do things that they don't normally do. You yeah. know, and and that's why you know and call me a conspiracy theorist, but I'm a big believer in the Illuminati and all these fucking deep state organizations that really have a big handle on everything that's going on because there's artists that try to bring it up and then they get ostracized and called crazy and all this other kind of shit. And then there's been numerous that have the same accounts. And one time um, Dave Chappelle was doing an interview about it. And this was after he left the Chappelle show and split for Africa. And they offered him a multi-million dollar deal and this crazy huge deal. And he was like, nope, I don't want it. And he just left. Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, what the fuck happened? And remember that? Remember when all that went down? And I was like, respect, dude. If you need to bounce out, can you imagine the amounts of pressure that they were putting on him to write all this shit? and produce this content and all this Mm -hmm. other kind of shit and all these millions of dollars. That's what everybody was assuming. But he did an interview and they asked him officially, why did you leave? Like, why did you turn this down? And he wasn't like saying directly like about this shit, but he was hinting at it. And he was saying, when you become a certain level of famous, he's like, yeah. And he's like, you become a certain level of fame. You have people wanting you to do things that are against your moral character Mm -hmm. you have people that want you to do things and be a part of who they are and i just uh thought about it and africa (laughs) and that's why he left he was like i'm out he's like i can't be i can't i can't do this and there's a real it's it's like a weird sense of there's like a uh people call this a conspiracy but it's fucking true there's a weird push to hand everything over to the government right now everything because think about it during covid you shut down all of these companies everybody's collecting unemployment everybody's depending on the government for their money to come in and if it's not coming in they're getting mad at the government because it's not coming in and so they're making them dependent on them and people don't pay attention to as someone who's been unemployed like for very long periods of time the psychological toll when you're not working can really fuck with you because yeah. you have this gear turning you have this gear turning you're you're moving you're moving you're moving all of a sudden the machine crashes into a fucking brick wall and then it just stops and you know how hard it is to get that shit warmed up again and then everybody's like okay go you're back and people are like I, I, I can't like I, I I literally physically and emotionally mentally cannot right now like and they need a, they need time to get that machine turned up again. People don't see this. And so it makes them realize, well, I don't even need to get this machine turning because the government's paying me this amount of money now. So I don't even have to go do it or yeah. I'm making more money by these guys or anything like that. Yeah. And it's slowly shifting power to that. Basically, the government saying, hey. We know what's best for you guys. Let us take care of you. And you have all these whole generations of people saying, okay, like, you know, and then you have like you have older, like, you know, people like us, like, you know, people like that are basically in their late 20s. Like, I mean, like like 28, 29 into their late 30s. There's like this whole chunk of people that are kind of like, wait, 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 wait. Because, like, we have a remembrance of what the world was like before all this shit really started kicking into overdrive. Yeah. We're like, wait, how? what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. You know? And then you have, like, like fucking CNN saying that the concept of doing your own research is bad. Like, what? Now you're literally telling people just to say, don't, let's, don't do that. Come listen to us. We will tell you what you need to know. Like, that's literally what they're saying. 
And I'm like, you guys aren't even hiding it anymore. And people are just eating this shit up. But then if you go on YouTube and you look at these reports and you look at people talking about this, the dislike to like ratio is amazing because like you'll see it has like 500 likes and like 40,000 dislikes because it's so so many people are really not feeling this, but they're getting uh demonized and silenced and stuff like and like you said with creativity opinions and and uh free speech people don't realize how important free speech is like it's so important imagine a world where what we're doing right now we can't because we're afraid the government might hear us this generation is is they telling themselves like they're i'm like y'all realize y'all post y'all your dirt on social right? on social media know. and you doesn't go nowhere it that's the big like people just think things just disappear and it's like things don't just disappear no they don't they stay in there my friend he lives in china my friend he lives in china he's been there for three years now going on four years and he says in china you know what you're getting into when you're there there's 17 he said he walks out his apartment and there's 17 cameras on the street that's crazy everywhere you go he moved to a new area. He had to go check in with the police station. Check in with the police station. Just so they know he's moving to that area. So they can start monitoring him. So they know he's from that area. Oh, damn. Right? So at the end of the day, we're not completely there, but we are close. We're getting real fucking okay. close. Really, the, the Amazon ring thing, mm-hmm. that you can literally look at anybody's cameras from amazon yep and anybody access anybody's wi-fi if you're close if they have or you can hack into alexa devices hack into alexa devices right so what but what are they doing it for right they're trying to say i'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist you know i have my own opinions about a lot of stuff but well that's what that's the joy of a podcast we can talk about this stuff man right and so it's It's like beautiful long-form conversation we have to we just in society, we just have to think critically. Stop just being sheep. Yes. Like, at the end of the day, can yes. we just like be a wolf in a world of sheep? Like stop just allowing things to happen and not think about it. Right? Yeah. Like think we, of consequences and slippery slopes. That's man, what people don't see is slippery slopes. What like, man, I, I was having a conversation three, four years ago with this group and they were talking about the broadband stuff that was being put up mm-hmm. in the 5G. Oh, yeah. And what it's what's going on with 5g right they were trying to stop 5g from coming to portland because of what it does 5g is in china and they've they were doing research on 5g and the electric electric magnetic waves that come from 5g is very harmful to the body and the united states helped fund the process of putting 5g up in china Mm. (laughs) we have to begin to start thinking about these things we have 5g all over portland Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can use it's all cell over. It's, yeah, it's all over. But what is the effects of five G? Five people, people forget that your phone produces waves in order for you to communicate. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's not. There's nothing. There's stuff that comes out your phone. Yeah, it, all the time. It's not just magic. It's like, not just. Magic. There's invisible frequencies and waves that are literally shifting through your leg and going out, and like the and all, all the throughout time. your body that just radiate outwards. Think of it and like a nuke. It just comes out like a shock wave all the time, right? And you know, 
we have to begin to start thinking about us. Yeah. And what are we doing with, uh, what is going on with us? Long-term effects of things. Our bodies, right? Sicknesses, diseases, things that come out, whatever. Got to go do this. Got to go do that. But if we just took care of our body, we wouldn't have to worry about a lot of so disease. many things. We like, yeah, worry. and I um, that actually is a really great segue because just a little while back, I actually caught COVID nineteen at right. the end of last month and the beginning of this month. And dude, I kicked that bitch in two days, so, and I think that it was because I had lost my weight a long time ago and I had gotten so much healthier. I think that's really what did a really good effect because I know some people like it fucking fucked them up and and. And, you know, they talk about underlying, underlying diseases or symptoms or whatever, or whatever you might have going on with your body. But I've talked about this last podcast. <laughs> the better you take care of your body, your body's ability to bounce back is phenomenal. So much better. And it's the same thing with this earth. I had a, I had a little euphoria moment on my way here that I was planning on telling to my football players, right? Um. Think of a river, right? All year, it's the same. All year, it's the same. Till the summer hits, what happens? The river begins to dry up. Does the river stop running or does it keep running? The river tries to keep running. It keeps running. It fights. It pushes. Even down to the last drop. It's still moving. The last drop. It's still trying to go, Mm -hmm. right? What happens when the winter comes back up? What happens to the water? It fills itself back up. It Mm -hmm. goes back to where it was, maybe higher than where it was last year right our bodies are like that they're the same there's a point where it becomes tough for you to fight yes but you keep fighting your body's going to keep fighting Mm, that's a really great analogy and when it when it happens to begin to change it's going to change dramatically for Mm -hmm. your body to keep getting healthy yeah, most definitely. And it's going to help push your body into being a healthy river. Well, then, and using that analogy, it also helps you adapt to the next time the season changes. Right. So you know what's coming. Now you know, now you know my river's a lot more full this time. Exactly. So if the summer comes again. When it drains. When it drains, I have more water than You can apply time. that to your mental health, too. Right. Like, you know, because you know that winters are going to come, which in this case, a winter would be a good thing. Yeah. But you, and you know that some days that your fucking river is going to be dried up, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, the fucking current keeps moving. It and, keeps you know, say la vie. And your, and your day keeps moving, right? Yeah. Like, we have to. And I, I think it's it's. We've gotten away from... The world don't stop because you're a little dried up. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> the poles keep moving. All right, time out, everybody. Right? Yeah. Look, I'm not today... Is, They're like, get the fuck out of here. Time <laughs> stops today because I'm not feeling good. Man, no, it doesn't, it doesn't work. That's something you also learn right. as you get older, too, and I think a lot of kids are going to have a harsh reality of this, especially this generation growing up. No disrespect to any younger listeners, but... I mean, the world does not give a fuck how you feel about things. I'm sorry. I wish they did, but they fucking don't. No. Like and the even sometimes world your friends don't. A lot of the times your friends don't give a shit, and you realize that in the moment. You're going to yeah. find that out in life, you know? Yeah. And you're going to have to realize that you're going to have to get through it your fucking self, and nobody cares. At the end of the day, when you get through it on your own, and you're so much more strong. You're you, so much better. It feels amazing. Right. And, and then again, like we were talking about this river, right? Then you begin to learn how to do it on your own. And yes. That's, and that's the one thing, like, kind of going back into me, like, I do a lot of training stuff still, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing I tell everyone that I work out with. How do you feel? Yeah. Right? That's the most important piece for me when it comes to working out. 
Because if you don't realize how you feel and you're just lifting, da da da, next thing you know, you're throwing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you don't know how you feel. Yeah, you're not right? paying attention. You're, you're not just go, 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 go. To your body. I always tell people, listen to your body. It's going to tell you how you feel. Yes. It's going to say, all right, I'm sore. I can't do anything else. It's very simple but very effective advice. Right? Listen to like, your body. Listen to your body. Mm-hmm. Your body was telling you. A girl, One of the girls at the school got into a fight, but she said beforehand, my stomach was telling me something was going to happen today. But instead of listening to my stomach, I still did what I thought I was going to do anyway. Mm. I said – if your stomach told you you're going to do something today. Especially your gut. Always listen to your gut. Always. When all, will, when all else fails, listen to your gut. You know, and that's, <laughs> and, and truthfully, like. Because the body, like you said, it wants to survive. It wants to keep flowing. That river wants to keep going. But your gut is the closest thing to the outside world that we have. Yes. That's a, that's a solid, solid point. When that's you a think solid about point. It, when you think about it, when you eat food, when you take in anything, right, liquids. It goes through your gut and goes out. Damn, you're blowing my mind right now. Like it goes through your gut and go. It doesn't. It it doesn't go. All right, I'm gonna go to your gut and then I'm gonna go to your brain and then I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna go to your heart. I'm gonna no. Your it goes through your gut. It gets broken down in your gut and goes out. See, I wonder if because that also in the not just even in a physical sense, but like you were saying, like emotional in a, an emotional and psychological yes. sense, like because if it's you know like not only is outside. it the outside food that you intake, but it's whatever's going to happen on the outside that eventually that feeling that energy charges through your stomach at first, yep. and it makes me wonder if it's actually tied in with your solar plexus because they actually would consider that was one of the energy points of the soul. Was your solar plexus right below your belly button, right above your crotch? That little area right there was the ultimate spot where, like, just pretty much directly below your belly button. It's the most. It's the, probably the most intense piece to your body because it's in your in your third eye in your yeah. It's it's because it's one of the closest pieces to the outside world. Yeah, right. Like, we have to forget that. Like, we're when we take things in. Like, yeah, we see things visually, and we take things into our brain that way visually. But everything else goes through our gut. Yeah, definitely. Everything else goes through our gut. And we that's why I'm saying like it goes back into important eating, right? Eating habits and liquids, right? When you're drinking alcohol, you're, you're drinking stuff that affects your body, you're yeah. you're killing your body. Literally yeah. killing your body. You're you're taking out your gut. Mm-hmm. Which is the most important piece. As much as I do body. love to drink every once in a while, but yeah, it fucks you up for sure. No, like and, <laughs> yeah. and that's why like when you're young, right? When you're young, you could drink all day mm-hmm. and be cool because you're not fucking your gut up. Yeah. Your gut is able to bounce back quickly. As you get older and you keep drinking. Yeah, you can't do it. You can't drink yeah. as much, right? No, definitely learn that the hard way. Right? You can't drink as much. Why? Because your gut is being fucked up. Yeah. Your gut has been fucked up for over time. Mm-hmm. And so even like we talk about like the acidity in our stomach, right? When you're drinking acidity or alcohol, which is, you know, more acidity. It's out of balance. You're out of balancing your body. Yeah. You're taking your body out of balance. Alcohol. That's is, a good point. I never even considered that factor, actually. The acidic level. kills a lot of things, right? It's mm-hmm. antibacterial, right? Yeah. What is, what is in your gut? Hydrochloric acid. Kills a lot of memories, too. <laughs> Hydrochloric acid, right? What is in your gut? Hydrochloric acid. What is it? An acid that kills bacteria mm-hmm. and everything else so they're not the same so when you raise an acidity level in your body what happened 
Your body's going to throw up. Well, and yeah, I mean, alcohol is technically a low level of poison. I mean, that's what it is. It's fermented juice from whatever sources it was coming from. And what in the fermenting for the same fermenting process they do to make alcohol is the same fermenting process that happens in your gut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. You're 100 percent correct. Actually, because it's the way it breaks down and stuff like that. It's and the everything. same fermenting process. And then when we go back to talking about food, right? If meat takes three days to digest in your gut, what is that same fermenting process for alcohol? Right. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's not. Don't just happen overnight. Not yeah. made. It's taking a few days to make yeah. you some good alcohol. Yeah. Meat takes three days to ferment in your stomach. What is it doing to your stomach? It is terror. It is tearing linings in your stomach because it's fermenting in there. It's becoming alcohol in your body. Mm. And okay. we, and we wonder like why our gut feels the same. We wonder why we feel bloated. We wonder why because things aren't being processed. Yeah. Or you've had too much salt or sugar or something like that. And like all your freaking levels are all out of whack. So your body is basically, for those that don't know this, whenever you feel like super bloated after you consume a bunch of sweets or something like that, your body is basically holding on to all of the water it has until it figures out what the fuck is going on with whatever it is that you just consumed. So like, for example, like dairy, it's an inflammatory. Mm -hmm. If you begin to eat a lot of dairy, you realize like, your body feels heavy, mm-hmm. right? Because you're adding fluids to your body in areas that you don't really add. So yeah. it messes with your knees. It messes mm-hmm. with your gut. Especially if you have too much of it. it and then you with become, your elbows, You right? become lactose intolerant and yeah. Right, so it it's never really good for you to begin to consume. And again, we keep, we going, we keep going back to a lot of things that we talked about in the last <laughs> podcast, but it's, it's like health, health, mental health, physical health, Emotional health. Spiritual health. Spiritual yeah. Health. They're all so... Mind, body, and soul is so much more connected than people realize. But it, it's mind, body, soul. And for the one thing that I would like to add to it is like earth. Right? Yeah. Because it's the, it's one and the same, right? Like, no, totally. Yeah. You're 100%. And I, I know I sound like a guppy right now, but like when you begin to kind of paint the picture of yourself and you begin to realize where you come from and where you stem from, in a in a like personal reason right like if you go to your family history and go through your family tree and you're like i'm from such and such such and such in this place and that place and you take pride in that right like you begin to take pride in that not even realizing that you're from the dust of the earth you're not taking pride of the dust of the earth that you're from mm-hmm. right like there's like a gap like like i was saying a while ago like we're asked backwards sometimes yeah like, we take pride in one thing, but then neglect the other thing that is the same thing that we don't take pride in. Yeah, most definitely. Like, take pride in everything. Well, and the, the, to um, circle back to what you said about the connection between the earth and the body, it's weird because there's, like, some insane connections you can really make because, like, what's one of the things that produces the most energy on the planet? A thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. A thunderstorm produces some of the most kinetic energy you can possibly have. And whenever your brain is thinking and it's trying to process something, they compare it to, like, a thunderstorm. Yeah. It's all these different waves kind of lighting up all over your head. Mm -hmm. And it's basically a lightning storm that's going on. Or also, if you look at the brain stem, like that connects to, you know, the rest of your body, it looks like a fucking tree, you know, like, and it actually looks like it's connecting a tree, like Mm -hmm. everything like that. And there's these weird connections that you can make. And the way, like, 
a cell looks in the way if you look at a cell and then you look at a solar system and the way it works together it's very 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 similar like the nucleus of a solar system would be a star and then all the energy produces outwards from there and Mm -hmm. then you have the information that's transferred everything like that and there's a weird connection between like uh the, the body and the mind and the universe and there's and it's everything is all connected and there comes to a point when you realize that and you're like Wow, and it can help you with so many things. Yeah, and you're talking about the stars and the nu- like the nucleus and all that. You have gray matter in your skull. Yes, right? that's so all it's made of. It's gray, <laughs> yeah. it's gray matter, right? Like we talk about dark matter in the sky and all this. It's the same. It's the same substance, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same substance. Why does fluid? Why does fluid last in space? Think about that. Why does fluid last in space? Nothing else does. Rocks, all that, they float and move into fluid. There's planets that are surrounded by fluid what are cells man most cells are are fluid that's why they tell you to drink probably because not all fluids need oxygen so certain fluids can totally survive in space and just be like you know just little blobs like floating around and right? shit and so we think about these things right we have all different types of fluids in our body and that's why they tell you to stay hydrated mm-hmm. because in order for fluids to continue to be a fluid you gotta yeah. have some sense of yeah that's why you can only last three days with no water like you know you can you can last 30 days with no food yeah. i think it's i think it's three hours no shelter three days no water three 30 days no food like that's what the survival limits are i think and and when you like again we, it's so crazy like you can begin to put pieces together mm-hmm. and really break stuff down and when you break stuff down it all comes back down to one thing like everything is built off from what the earth yeah right like everything it, it ties in what we were saying earlier. Everything's all carbon. It's everything. everything's all made up of the same shit. It's all made up of this. It's just whatever shit. light is bouncing off of it to form whatever color it is, whatever the object is, whatever whatever it's taking up, you know. Mm-hmm. But it also took, you know, matter and carbon to make up these other things and these yeah, atoms yeah. that are all put together and stuff. And it's it's a weird energy and a weird uh, connection. You can see any things. And I think that's what also opens up people whenever they take like DMT hallucinogens and stuff like that, because it's it's a weird spiritual connection you have from this thing that came from the earth. And then you and then you mm. all of a sudden can open up these doors in your brain and you see all these different things. And it, it, it's almost like you're seeing things that are there all the time, but you can't see it unless Normally. this is opened up, like unless yeah. your third eye is opened. Mm. You know, I've because I've taken hallucinogens before I've taken mushrooms before. And I feel like there were doors that were open that have literally never closed and and they were never once opened before. And you can just see through these different realms of reality, like in, in amazing doors that were opened, not like necessarily bad ones. There were times where there were bad ones that were open, but there were doors that needed to be busted down. And so these ones that have opened up, you see like just everything from a completely new light and you kind of can see the weird connection you can feel with people. And then you realize that we all are one of the same. It's like, yeah, you're black, but I'm white, but we're both fucking matters of carbon and matter. And it doesn't, you know, and it's, it's, it's one of those things like we're really all the same being, but we just are experiencing this universe in such different ways that we think that we're different. But in reality, we're not. Yeah. It's a, it's a saying that I always say, like for me, I, I love understanding other people because it helps me understand myself a lot better. Yeah, that's a good point. That's that, a really good and point. And that's like how I live my life, man. If I can begin to learn everybody in the outside world, I would love to. Yeah. Because then it shows me how I'm different. Well, it's because it's like you're doing a scientific experiment on your personality. You're looking at all these different factors and you're trying to say, well, 
is my way right? So you're learning about all these other ways and kind of forming your own opinion of yeah. who you can be. Yeah. You but, know? It, but it also, like, it kind of helps me, like, begin to put myself in perspective. Like, we, we go through life and we're trying to figure out who we are. Who are this? We're that. We're this. We're that. Well, why don't we figure out who everyone else is, too? In this yeah. Because if you can figure out who, uh, who everyone else in this process, right, you begin to truly see that I'm not that person. I'm not like this. I'm not like that. I'm not like this. And yeah. ultimately, what are you doing? You're figuring yourself out. Well, and you're out. shining your light on these other ways of thinking, and you're seeing it a little bit more. Because the mm-hmm. way you were guiding your hand across the table kind of reminded me of like a lighthouse kind of spinning it, you know? Yeah. And then it made me think of like an analogy wherever it's like, let's say you're trying to see things through a new light, but you yeah. also, like, you have to think about the way others think, others live their life, but you also have to make sure that your bulb is going good, too, because mm-hmm. you can't see anything on a dim bulb. Yeah. And if your light's not going straight, strong you got to make sure that it's going strong too and then be able to see kind of things from a different light and then it also projects you know it makes it so you can see things and you know that your bulb is being as effective as it should be Mm -hmm. you know damn we're dropping analogies like a motherfucker this episode man man. (laughs) this is a great episode it's weird like it's weird like i think it's it's been like an interesting conversation from something that like a, a makeup conversation or just like it was like it's a catch up thing. Like I haven't sat down and had a conversation with you for a minute, but it feels like it's the same as last episode. For sure, definitely, like, dude. Definitely. It's like a continuation. It's like a dev- you can literally just like play of one right after another. It's mm-hmm. like we're gonna switch to audio only for this one, but it's the same episode. <laughs> no, nah, like and it, it's dope to be able to have a conversation with people that just understand. Yes. Right? Like, and it's so important this day and age because you know, you can't form an opinion off a, 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 a you know, a three minute debate or a two hundred and eighty characters on Twitter or a, a uh, an Instagram story or something like that. You can't yeah. share an opinions. Podcasting is going to be the final frontier of real conversation. I think it's going to be the only way to be able to allow people to have real conversations. Yes. Right? Like, because so many people are scared to sit and have a conversation, but they'd rather sit and listen, which is no problem. You can listen all you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No problem. You can sit and listen. It's important to listen. It's very important to listen. And yeah. I think when we don't, sit and listen to each other and hear Mm -hmm. each other out and 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 speak our minds and and have accountability and have accountability man take ownership of what you say and how you feel and what you do take ownership of that i i'm always going to take ownership of if i played a part in anything Mm -hmm. like i'm going to take ownership of that because at the end of the day you have to coaching football right we're down and clock's running at this point and i'm like let's go clock is running it doesn't stop and the ref goes no the clock doesn't stop and i'm like i know the clock is running it doesn't stop mm-hmm. like let's go let's get up ref is like no the clock doesn't stop and i and i look at him and a few of the players on the, on the sideline start laughing and they're like you guys are saying the same thing and the ref goes we're saying the same thing i said i know i'm not even talking to you right like yeah. we're saying the same thing quit trying to interject yourself in my coaching motherfucker like I, i'm not even i'm talking to my quarterback and yeah telling them to hurry up and let's go let's go let's go and you're like no the clock doesn't stop i know that right that's Why what i'm you, saying so i'm literally telling them that like yeah i'm telling and so it's like you say like sometimes people just don't listen they're just not listening listening they're you know and they don't listening. realize that they actually really want the same thing yeah. you know and like and yeah. that like also ties into all the different like religions you know it's yeah. like in reality what is the core sense of every religion that's around <laughs> don't be a dick that's really all it's about be cool to one another <laughs> just no. you know like it's like they say on bill and ted be awesome to one another <laughs> you there's, know there's 
like you're saying, like there's one thing about I think all religions that people don't understand that there's a higher power than all of us. Yes, there's, there's something else out there. There's that, definitely so. There's a whole spiritual realm that we experience. Whole, yeah, in, and, in in so many different ways. And there's so many different ways of expressing that. And that's mm-hmm. this all religion is telling us. One person calls it Allah. One person calls it God. One yeah. person calls it Yahshua. One person calls it Buddha. Buddha whoever. Whoever. Right. Mm-hmm. Whatever the name, the names change, but ultimately the message the, is the same. The message is the exact same. That's why I want to make how ahead. people get there is, you know, is the choice of the religion. But yeah. at the end of the day, we all want one thing at the end of the day. Yeah, we're all we're all going to the same destination. We just might be taking different roads to get there. Yeah, and everybody's saying the same thing. If you treat people well, respect people, let them live how they live, mm-hmm. you're going to go to the destination that you deem. Exactly. And also, let evil show itself. Yeah. Like, if you keep, you know, if you keep things in the dark, eventually darkness will take over the light. Yeah. You know, and, that, and that's, yeah. you have to let evil show itself and you can't suppress it you know if somebody has an opinion that you know and even if i disagree with it that person has the right to express that opinion even if i completely say you're a fucking asshole i hate you i don't like who you are but you have the right to say that and i'm glad you did because now i know you're an asshole and i don't like you you know it's like nothing wrong with not liking somebody exactly like we we should all treat each other with respect but you don't have to like everyone and again that's a part of that respect piece right like in the south like i hate i hate saying this analogy and bringing this up into this this situation but like in the south when i was in living in kentucky i went to the gas station I was getting something out of the gas station, getting gas, whatever. These guys come in, and they're like, oh, you guys must be at the, from the college. They're like, okay, just want to give you a heads up. Do not go down this road down there. I remember you mentioning this on the last one. Right? And it's, again, it's a re- like, you respect my space, I'm going to respect your space. Mm-hmm. Right? If you're telling me don't go this way. Because if some if you go this way, something's going to happen, I'm not going to go that way. But it's the yeah. same thing as, like, there's a lot of black neighborhoods that do that, right? In yeah. certain areas. Ah, partner, don't go down this street. You might not make it out the other end. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same it's the same thing. You respect my street, you're gonna be respected. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you ain't gonna make it. And yeah. it's just it's the same concepts, man. Just showing people respect, mutual respect. And eventually people are gonna be like, Oh, I respect you, respect my space. Yeah. Now you can actually walk down this space because mm-hmm. Oh, we know and respect you. Oh, well, he usually goes around. We know this person. Mm-hmm. You know what? We can let him through. Let this person go through. We don't worry about him. Don't bother him. Just let him go. Yeah. Like it's respect is so huge. It's and, so huge. And and it also plays in with accountability too, because yeah. I mean, you always respect someone who has more accountability. Yeah. You know, and re- you want people yeah. to respect you. You also have to show that kind of respect. A, A lot, lot of people don't have yeah. it. And, you know, we t- I think we talked about common sense last time. Mm-hmm. And it ain't so common anymore. Not, it's not common anymore. Like. I have kids that like that blatantly are disrespecting like teachers and parents. Yeah. And and I'd be like, then you see them talk to their parents and you know, I'm going to bring something up personal. Like me and me and my mom had a, had multiple conversations and you know, I love my mom to death Mm -hmm. and, and you know, things have gotten foul as a kid. I I've respected her. Yeah, I was man. At one point, I was scared of her in my life. Yeah, (laughs) me too. I've been scared of my mom at multiple points in my life. (laughs) You know, and and you know, as an adult though, I don't feel there's mutual respect there. 
Oh, so yeah. it, it becomes hard to really tolerate the disrespect sometimes. Yeah. And so like as a kid, you have to respect your elders, but recognize when I become an adult, this relationship doesn't have to stay the same. Yeah, definitely. Right? And I think we lose that as a kid. You're like, no, I need respect right now. I need respect right now. Wait till you become an adult, then demand your respect. Yeah. And, and it's like. There's no like physical disrespect or anything like that. It's just like just a buildup of and also yeah, and exactly. And understand that respect comes in different facets yeah, too. Yeah. And most of it comes from life experience. Yeah, right. so I mean, you can be you can be a 16 year old kid, but you could have been this through this thing, and yeah. because of that, you're very respected. Yeah. You know, in that regard. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. you could be a 16 year old basketball prodigy, and you might only be a kid, but when it comes to basketball, you demand respect because yeah. you fucking have put in that work, and yeah. people know that okay. We respect him for this, but you also could be a terrible fucking mathematician and then nobody will respect your math skills because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, you know? So it also comes from very many different facets, you know? And it's at the end of the day, like, I think like we've been talking about, like when we respecting our earth, each other, Mm -hmm. one another, like, like it's just the biggest thing that we're losing. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's like. You know, you have kids that are killing adults right now, and mm-hmm. it's just out of disrespect. Like, yep. they just want to be, be. And it an all adult. starts in the home. It mm-hmm. all starts in the home, and that's the yeah. unfortunate thing that people don't are aren't yeah. talking about enough. You know, yeah. and I, and I agree hundred percent that we're losing that respect, and we're losing that accountability, and we're losing um, humility too. Like yeah. a lot of people are just afraid to be wrong. Like we were saying earlier, you know, people people want to be right, but they don't necessarily have to be correct. But it's just, it's like a sense, like again, like the respect, right? If 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 I don't ever want to own up to being wrong, mm-hmm. right? Out of respect for you, out of my respect to you, I'd be like, you know what? I'll own up to that. Out of respect for you, I'm going to own up to it and say, yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, right? out of respect. Mm-hmm. Out of disrespect, you're like, nah, fuck that. I ain't never wrong. Uh, yeah, I ain't wrong because you don't want to give the person the satisfaction of being right. But again, it's respect, right? Yeah. Like, even if I'm at wrong, the core of it, it is all about respect. If I'm wrong, I'm on. I'm say, you know what? I'm wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. Out of respect. That's. It's just. It's just a piece of that. Like when we, you go into relationships, or you go into friendships, or you go into random people, right? If you show them respect, you'll it'll go a lot longer. Like we've you've already said, you talked yeah. about it, right? Like it's gonna go a lot longer. It's gonna mm-hmm. go a lot stronger. It's gonna help you navigate things a little bit different. Yeah. Like, soon as and you... and I think a lot of it is also the term where people are like, "Oh, you got to earn my respect. You got to earn my trust." See, I actually work the opposite. I will respect you until you give me a reason not to. And that's what I always say. Right? And I say, "You earn my disrespect." It's like you earn my distrust. It's like I'll trust you, but I'll—I mean, I'll trust you as much as I trust a stranger. It's yeah. like I'll only trust you with certain things, but I'll yeah. trust you yeah. until you give me a reason not to. Yeah. It's like, and I'll respect you like you're one of my best friends. Until you give me a reason not to. And then even then, I'll probably still use manners. Like, I'll probably still be like, hey, excuse me, bro. Like, you know, I'll probably still be like, hey, I need to get that, please. You know, you know and I'll, I'll still use my manners, even though I don't fucking like you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, but yeah. I'll still respect someone in that regard. Yeah. And I, and I think we lose that. Like, we're losing that. Like, I, I say that all the time, man. I, I trust everybody to an extent, right? Yeah. But if you never give somebody trust, like, if... If I never got your trust in order to even come over here and do the podcast, right? Like, this would have never happened. Yeah. Right? Like, and then it's like, those relationships aren't built. 
things aren't changing. Opportunity yeah. is not like growth happens, right? This growth process happens. And if I've never even given you an opportunity to trust you, like, nah, I don't trust this motherfucker. I can't be around him. Yeah. You lose out on something. Yeah, exactly. You never know what you're going to lose out on. Exactly. Right? You need to freaking, you need to take a risk. You know, like, it's like you need to be able to take some risks in life. Yeah. You know, take, take and and also and like, you know, and, and just be like, and then have that kind of mindset, like the opposite of what you said. But instead of saying like, I don't trust him, I don't fucking know this guy. Instead of just being like, well, I mean, I don't know this guy. He hasn't given me a reason not to trust him. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and I've checked no out the show. Yeah. It's like, he obviously, has, is, this is a legit thing. It's yeah. not like, this is like, oh, this is the first episode. Come over. It's like, then it'd be like, well, can we do this in a public place? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, yeah. you know, and it's yeah. like, and then so it, it definitely um, need to have that sort of approach to things, but also be cautious about things too, you yeah. know, and be, be cautious and, and do your own research, yeah. you know, and be aware of things and be, uh, you know, very aware of your surroundings. Like I don't ever, if I'm walking down the street, I don't walk with headphones because I need to be aware of my surroundings. You know, I don't want to be super ingrained in that sort of shit. I need to know what's going on. You And, and again, that I think is something you have to teach, right? Like, yeah. You, I, I'm not saying you definitely can trust, can't leave it up to the world to teach. That's for right. Sure. Like you can't trust your kid with every adult. Yeah, no, that, you know, but allow your kid to begin to build their own sense yes. of trust, right? Yes, yes, and, and independence. Independence, right? But do it in a way that's going to teach them how to really have respect, right? Like we go back to this respect. Like, okay, I trust you enough to where I can get help or in situation, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm a if I'm a kid in a classroom, I need help, but I don't trust this adult because our relationship has been foul. Yeah. How am I ever going to learn? Yeah, for How am sure. I'm going to get help with this math question because I don't really know math well. This has been my struggle. Uh, teacher. Yeah. You know, and if you don't trust the teacher and if you haven't given them that freaking opportunity to open up your mind, then you'll never it'll just constantly be closed, yeah. you know, and it'll never mm-hmm. open up in the first place. Yeah. And it's like trust needs to be handled accordingly, but it also should be, you know, treated with more high regard than people are really taking it for it, you know, because yeah. and also a lot of people it, it's weird because a lot of people it's like cool to be a victim now. Mm-hmm. And so like a lot of people want to be a victim. A lot of people have that fucking mentality and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and it's ridiculous, too. Like, yeah, yeah. I can't can't stand it and i've and i've been that guy in the past where i was like woe is me woe is me i've been that yeah. guy and in hindsight i'm like what the fuck were you thinking but mm-hmm. take your bitch pants off and what the fuck man <laughs> like step like, up own up to what you've done yes stop trying to be a victim yes exactly that's stop why if anybody ever to wants to challenge me on my views or anything like yeah. that i'll say come on the fucking podcast bro it's like i ain't yeah. got a own goddamn to thing own to own hide own to what you're saying <laughs> exactly because you're doing it ultimately you're yeah. doing it right you can't be like well i felt bad today so i just no you just gotta no like just own up to it yeah man. like and even if you weren't in a, a right frame of mind when you said something own up to that yeah. say listen dude what i said was yeah fucked up my bad i shouldn't yeah. have said that yeah. but let me tell you what was going on in my head when i said it you know it's like mm-hmm. i'm not excusing it but i'm going to tell you what was going on in my head so you have you know? at least an understanding of why exactly why? and then okay. you can and then and what a better way to own up than to be introspective about it yeah. you know if you can yeah. be introspective about something that you did and something you fucked up on then like that is the ultimate ownership because yeah. you're doing that and i always say 
confront your demons before they confront you man you know and and conquer that shit because and that's in karma. this and that's exactly that's karma you know man. if that's you karma. don't fucking put the right energy into that karma cloud or put the right pressure into that karma cloud you're gonna fucking end up drowning in the rain instead of playing in the snow man. you know it's like you want to make sure that that karma cloud is going to rain real good on you and fucking provide exactly yeah. what you want because otherwise yeah. you're going to drown drown you know and you got to fucking put the right energy out there and shit Damn, this has been a fun fucking episode, bro. <laughs> I done burned through this coffee, man. Go ahead and reach the tell the people where they can find you at, man, and you know where they can find you on social media in case they want to get in contact with you or you know where they yeah where they where can they find you, bro? So uh, I have my own podcast. We're working on making sure it becomes out officially, which and, we might be doing some work together here in yeah, the new future. Absolutely. So definitely be keeping a lookout for that. Um, it's Brace Yourself Oregon. We do have an Instagram page. Uh, it's a food and cultural podcast piece. Um, then I, I do my own personal training, um, working to get in my strength conditioning coach certificate so I can be a strength conditioning coach at a college or university. So that's yeah. kind of the direction I'm heading right now. Um, but that page is Dixon Dynasty on, um, on Instagram and, uh, my, emails same dixon dynasty at gmail so if you want any personal training or anything like that you can find me there um also uh my personal instagram page is uh chef bora dixon um <laughs> i'm working on i love some... that name so much man <laughs> yeah I, I love it too man because it's, it's so it's, good it's kind of my passion piece um and uh you know i'm working on putting more cooking stuff on there yeah um i've been doing a lot more cooking lately um people keep asking me to make a tiktok on cooking and i'm like i don't know how to do that so uh you figure it out bro yeah, you can do that yeah, yeah so i'm i'm right now i'm just trying to perfect my craft on mm-hmm. the vegan lifestyle that i've begun to crave and, that's right yeah you are vegan that's right not completely vegan vegetarian when i eat out but i cook vegan okay. so all my meals that i make are vegan everything like that i cook is vegan i cook vegan but if i'm going out to eat it'll be vegetarian okay nice so, hell yeah um just because it's so hard nowadays to be like a complete vegan yeah eating out but i mean there's definitely restaurants and stuff but i like to go out with friends who aren't vegan and so i'll just get something that's vegetarian yeah for sure you don't want to be like i could only go to a vegan restaurant yeah no <laughs> like and people ask me that all the time like uh where do you want to go eat because you're only vegan i said man let's just go anywhere yeah you're just like i just don't eat meat Merle. Yeah, that's like, it like, like you know it's like right. it's it's not that bad yeah hell yeah so, so i'll go ahead and put the links down there for people i can check out you know i'll put the link on the instagram we'll get your email in case people want to get in contact with you and get some personal training done and everything and fucking yeah, yeah. dude thanks again for coming back through oh, this absolutely. was a blast i can't wait to have you back on man you always got a spot in my chair for sure Thank man definitely much, man. it means a lot man hell also, yeah there's a podcast you need to check out it's called look here it's it's look here um it's a relationship podcast and they talk okay. about different social uh, social relationships and just dealing with relationships and, nice um very deep I'm also tapped in with that one too as well. So sweet, make, check make out sure Look check Here the podcast. Look Here is that uh, available everywhere, like Spotify yes. and everywhere like that. Yeah. Hell yeah! Are you so, based on Anchor? Anchor. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's so if anybody Spotify, wants to go to Apple, all that YouTube. So if anybody has a hard time finding it, go on Anchor.fm and look for uh, Look Here podcast, yeah. and you can check it out there. Yeah. Hell yeah! Thanks again, bro. I really Absolutely. appreciate it, man. And thank you everybody for tuning in to the Hippie Speedball Podcast. It is Joe, your host with the most Joe, and I will see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.